This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is 800-579-4967. You know who was great? Uh, It was Barack Obama last night. Wow, that that farewell speech was Washingtonian. Was it? Uh, No. Um, Because I missed uh, all the minutes of it. Yeah, me too. Um, Uh, I did uh, see some highlights lowlights of it uh, that are just so agonizing we wouldn't we couldn't even play them on radio it just we just didn't want to feel like that again it's like why play that I mean why? I you want to talk about having I mean and again mm. I'm, not, I'm not excited about the Trump presidency no. as you may know um, however you want to talk about something that I don't care about at all was the was the uh, the farewell address we didn't even mention it by the way on radio today mm. didn't I don't think we even mentioned it on radio um, and the thing I would say they have a um, uh, Lester Holt, uh, as uh, Jeffy would uh, tell you, as the president of his fan club, uh, has an interview. Exclusive interview. Mm-hmm, an exclusive interview with Barack Obama. I could see it, I could see being mildly interested in that because he's going to be a- asked, cri- you know, somewhat critical questions. If Jeffy will tell you, he'll be asked all the perfect questions uh, because it's Lester Holt asking them. Uh, and uh, but like you know, for example, he asked he asked him what it was like that night when Trump won what did it feel like what what were the emotions you went through or what and he yeah. answered basically he was really surprised uh he he thought he would see something like that coming um uh and he was very surprised and he was that the one to... where he admitted he's out of touch with the American people now because you can't uh, help but he didn't say be... it like that but essentially that's what he yeah uh, I would say that's kind of what he described he basically said like usually my myself and my team have had a good uh eye on things that are bubbling up and we missed this one. Yeah, the bubble is what is the bubble is the bubble, and he's not in touch with the American people on the ground because he's not on the ground. I, I think it was that interview, or maybe this is a different one I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. where he essentially admitted he's he just doesn't have his finger on the pulse of of the American people because he can't uh, is his deal. But I don't think he ever has with his Marxist policies and. Uh, to listen to the guy, because we haven't in so long, and I think we talked about this yesterday or the day before, we, we just virtually ignored him for a year. And it, so when you pay attention to him again, you forget how much, Ooh. just how agonizing the guy is and was, and, and just how awful a president. Uh, and just how bad a, I, I mean, I just, I don't yeah. even, I don't buy into this. Oh, he's a good guy. I don't, I don't buy any of that. I, I, don't, I don't think he is. I don't believe that. I mean, he very well maybe. I don't know what's in his heart, but I think he had ill intent for the United States of America. I think he wanted to even the playing field. 
between us and everybody else. I don't think he saw it necessarily as ill intent, for example. like I, I, No, I, he thinks it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. To bring America down because we've, we've raped the world mm -hmm. or whatever would be his sort of thought process on that. But uh, last night on race relations during his farewell address, <laughs> I mean, you, gotta, you just let this soak in for a minute. After my election, there was talk of a post-racial America. And such a vision, however well-intended, was never realistic. Race remains a potent and often divisive force in our society. Now, I've lived long enough to know that race relations are better than they were 10 or 20 or 30 years ago, no matter what some folks... Can you, can you believe... You can see it, not just in statistics, you see it in the attitudes of young Americans across wow. the political spectrum. Wow, that is an outrageous lie. <laughs> what? what? You, don't, you don't think they're better outrageous. than 10, 20, 30 no, years ago? I, I really don't. <laughs> well, I, re I, I really don't. What, what do you... Uh... I, I think they've gotten progressively, exponentially worse under his watch. I see what you're saying. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh... Uh, the way I took that, I, I ten was ten years ago. Of, he's been in office for eight, eight years, years. Right. so ten years ago things were better than they are now. I mean, we are on the verge of race warfare right now. I mean, and the statistics absolutely don't back him up on this. I don't uh, see how they idea. could. What statistic is he talking about? I don't know. I mean, I mean, certainly. Wow. Uh, you could say. Because I mean, I, 10, 20, 30 years ago is a strange timeline. I mean, I, I mean, I you know. Certainly better than 50, 60 years ago. Um, I think like we better were making than, real progress until about the time he got into office. Better than when dogs were released on right. African Americans exactly. in the street yeah. and fire hoses. Yes, yes. I, I would give you that. Ago, but ten years ago, yeah, no, no way. No. And even twenty years ago, I don't think so. In fact, you know who else would tell you that are African Americans yeah. uh, who were polled yeah. and show uh, a major uh, turn towards the worse when it comes to race relations as well as the society in general. Um, so, yeah. but it, the ten years is a really weird timeline. I mean, twenty, thirty, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know when that line is, but it's. I feel like it's probably even longer than 30 years ago. I think it is. Um, certainly, I think we were making real improvement until about the time he got into office, and was we were told mm -hmm. uh, that he was going to be a post-racial president, and all he did was focus on race for eight years mm -hmm. and, and say how uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, and really make that into a gigantic uh, part of his presidency. The hope and um, change was bringing us all together, and it was, was he did the exact opposite. Yeah. Of that. I think that's fair to say. Um, now, I know, of course, obviously liberals wouldn't agree with that, but I mean, I think it's pretty freaking clear yeah. that every single time he had the opportunity to drive that wedge a little bit deeper, to try to take a political advantage of it, he did it. He constantly was making a, I mean, this is a guy who went out and spoke to Hispanics and said, you, you need to reward your friends and punish your enemies. When he was talking about the vote. You're right. I mean, is that something that you think is bringing people together? I, I mean, uh, it's the no. exact opposite of that. And there's obviously, you know, going back, uh, we could go through the entire, and I think we will, by the way, go through this entire record uh, very soon. As uh, we are only, uh, I mean, we think next week is going to be the vote for Barack Obama into the douche hall of fame. Um, because we've been promising this for as long as a douche hall of fame has existed. I think. Inauguration day is the day, right, for the vote? No, uh, um, because is, that is Friday. Uh, so we would. I thought it was January 20th. Isn't that inauguration day? Right, isn't that not Friday? No, that is not this Friday. No, it's not this Friday. 
Yeah, it's a week from Friday. A week from Friday. Friday. Right. Yeah, so we wouldn't have it. Yeah, right. right. We wouldn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) so it would have to be Monday. Yeah. Um, Or Thursday. Of course, he wouldn't be out of office. Wouldn't yet. be out of office technically. I think that would be a violation of uh, of a long standing a real technical rule. But <laughs> yes, so important. All right, so a week from Monday, maybe we'll we'll have that vote. Right. Not maybe. We will have that vote. Yeah, well, maybe the we only reason I say maybe is because we're having technical <clears throat> issues with the feed. Actually, uh, moments ago, I was emailed uh, glennbeck.com/slash/the-feed is live. Oh, okay. So oh, it's yeah. on glenbeck.com Glenbeck.com slash the feed is live right now. Nice. Uh, we're gonna, it'll be both sites, but right now. So you go to glenbeck.com slash slash the feed, feed and, and, and there it is. Well, okay. So I think this will get enough promotion that this should be the greatest vote we've ever held. And um, if, I mean, maybe people think he doesn't deserve the douche hall of fame. Maybe not. Um, maybe they just think he's a normal douche, not a Hall of Fame douche. I don't know. <laughs> I keep thinking I one of these votes is going to be 100%, and this is <laughs> the one I would thinking, target. And who was the last one we were, we were pretty sure about? Hillary Clinton, right? Uh, and Hillary. And she only got 98% oh, yeah. or something. Hillary got even less than our top vote getters, which was 99%. What, three or four people have gotten that? You know what we should do, by the way, too? Instead of trying to constantly send people to the blaze.com slash the feed or the glenbeck.com slash the feed, we should just have patentstew.com redirect to it. Right. <laughs> we, we have patentsu.com, yes. but we don't have built a site on it yet. Until we do, we should just put patentsu.com and just talk, redirect to the feed. I'll talk to them about that today. That's a good idea. So we just say, go yeah. to patentsu.com. There's so many darn places to go. I know. Uh, I'm trying to think of the easiest one. Yeah, I know. Uh, but. Uh, all right. So, I mean, the whole speech was incredibly agonizing. He did the whole yes, we did, yes, we can thing. I, I mean, yeah. oh, good golly. Yeah, you did. You made America... A more socialist uh, Shangri-La for for yourself. So good. Good job doing that. Uh, He said, tonight it's my turn to say thanks. You made me a better president. You made me a better man. He referred to himself 75 times, even though it was about you. Um, 75 times. The raucous crowd applauded often. And at one point even uh, clamored four more years. Jeez, these people are so stupid. I (laughs) I cannot take it. Uh, he seemed to take subtle veiled shots at uh, Trump, warning, if we don't create opportunity for all people, the dissatisfaction and division will only sharpen in years to come. Uh, he wiped away a tear as he reflected on the support of his first lady, Michelle, Ugh. saying she made her role at the White House her own with grace and with grit and with style. That's beautiful. I will be so happy to see both of them gone. I mean, it almost makes me excited for the Trump presidency. Uh, I, I dislike him to about the one billionth power. And so uh, as a result of that, uh, his leaving will bring no sadness nor tears. No, not eyes. for me either. A lot of, it's funny because uh, a lot of people on the left are very upset. Uh, and they do not like the Donald Trump thing happening. Um, no, very upset uh, that uh, Obama, who they see as basically God, uh, is leaving them um, because of this pesky constitution. Um, that's a problem for them. I mean, they didn't like the constitution before. Now they really don't like it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I find with him and with the guy coming into office, mm-hmm. I find something similar. Which is, uh, the longer I don't hear from them, the more I'm like, ah, whatever. 
Absence, and then I, when I hear and then when you hear them, fonder. yeah, yes, you know, in a it's weird, true. it's it's not. There's, I can't or at say least it softens it. It softens when the you, dislike when you don't hear their babbling. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I've said this often that when there was a, I was so pissed off at George H. W. Bush because <laughs> he lied. He said no new taxes. And then he said, you know, he said, read my lips, no new taxes. And then he gave us the biggest tax increase in history. Okay, so I was really pissed off at him. And for that and, and several other policies of his. Then along came Bill Clinton. And because of Bill Clinton, I, it, it softened everything. And in fact, turned me around to where I loved him like a father again. And, uh, and the same thing happened with, with George W. Bush. I, I didn't like him by the end of, of his tenure. And then along came Barack Obama. And now I love him like a father. Um, and I, I would give anything to have him back in office. <laughs> it is. And uh, when they're gone, you're like, okay, well, that wasn't so right. bad. Well, you start looking at things, they think, in, in probably a more accurate perspective, right? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you look at you the, the entire scope of what they did mm -hmm. instead of the issue of the day that's pissing you off. Um, and it's hard to do in the moment. And they're not saying things that continue to piss you off. What's good, right. though, is we're going to get more of it. Barack isn't going to go away. No. And there's been uh, plenty of talk uh, on the street. Uh, Michael Pelka has a great prediction that I believe actually may come true, is that uh, Michelle runs for Senate in California... California? Yeah, the uh, you know what both those senators well, they're I think. living in DC, yeah, so well, she'd have to uh, choose uh, like uh, I don't but know. But in Virginia two years or after that, she gets a Senate seat. Then in two years, she can run for president. I mean, I would not be at all surprised to see Michelle running for president. They keep saying she doesn't want it. Yeah, she's but always of course, said that's what they're gonna. She say, doesn't want that, right? I mean, uh, uh -huh. you know, uh, mm -hmm. that's uh, that's what you do, right? When you're mm -hmm. when you're in this world. Um, yeah, you lie. You lie. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, by the way, what was uh, you know, while we're talking about all this uh, nonsense uh, with Barack Obama, uh, one of the things I said as the worst, one of the worst pieces of fallout from the Trump-Clinton race is that we're going to get to the end of this and Barack Obama is going to have a 60% approval rating when he leaves office. And then because the media is going to go after Trump like crazy. it's higher than that probably uh, now. Right. Uh, he's got to go after Trump. It's going to get even higher, probably. Um, but uh, Rasmussen report came out today. Uh, approval rating: Barack Obama, sixty percent, sixty yeah. to thirty-nine. Wow. He's got a tw plus twenty-one right now from Rasmussen. Now some others Jeez. have him at fifty-five, fifty-six. But still, um, he was down in the low forties for oh, yeah. a while. For it's almost his whole presidency. Yeah. I mean, you know, you you, and he's going and to leave office good. as a hero. Yeah. And because at some point, again, mm -hmm. not, not to us, obviously, but I'm saying as far as the overall view of him, he's going to leave as a hero and be viewed as a great president because of the fact that the previous president was George W. Bush, who they obviously trashed, mm -hmm. and he left with a 30% approval rating. And Donald Trump, who may, you know, look, maybe, you know, he'll wind up being the greatest president of all time. He certainly can't rule it out. Maybe, and, and I think there's a chance that the media winds up really liking him because of the fact that he's going to do things. Like one of the main things he hit in this press conference, one of the first things was um, the longtime Democratic argument on prescription drugs. It's been, they've been, they've been arguing for it for a decade, and it was one of the first things he brought up in the press conference. Uh -huh. So uh, they might wind up liking him a lot more than they think they're going to at this point. Um, but because of him being you know, a character, it's unlikely he's going to be um, a hugely uniting figure to get his approval ratings up there. And Barack Obama will sit back there and say things that unite people because he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to do the division thing anymore. He'll 
he'll look like the same guy in the room, and that approval rating will go up and up and up. Oh, it's sickening. Um, because they, because they, and then they will look at that agenda, this hardcore liberal agenda that was unpopular his entire presidency, and they will look back at it as a success. That's really going to be problematic his, for our his, futures. His, uh, his key legislation, Obamacare, is wildly unpopular. It's, a, it's been upside down the whole time, and it's even more so now. And I just saw a poll where, I don't know, 58% of people want it replaced or overturned or uh, re repealed. And I think it was 39% uh, or something that they want it kept. It's... It's wildly underwater um, yes. and, and negative. It always has been. They just jammed it down our throats. And so, I mean, and that was his key legislation that he pushed through, that, that uh, he takes, I mean, it bears his name. So, you know, it was pretty important to him. Um, actually, it's called the Affordable Care Act. <laughs> Right, and, uh, and it's racist to call it racist. Obamacare, they, even though he does. Um, so, yeah, of course. Um, um, I do think um, it, it will be interesting to see what, uh, where that goes, because, I mean, if you think about that, that really was his achievement, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they went, when we, we played this stupid video, his The Celebrity, yesterday. What, what's the biggest thing that's happened with Obama? Oh, health care. I think health care <laughs> is a big thing. Who is the person you're saying? Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, right? Health care, because I have some oh, yeah. people, that, some relatives who can't afford it or don't have health care. Like, Maybe well, you could help them out. Yeah. Uh, Sam, Sam, what do you think? Paying a couple hundred bucks for Ant to get a checkup? Mm. Yeah, how about uh, take you know a, a few bucks of that steaks out of plane money? Uh, you don't even have to right. go to your big hits. You don't need to go to the Star Wars trough of money. Just give him, a, give him some snakes on a plane money to get What's in your wallet, <laughs> yeah. Samuel? Yeah. What's in your wallet? Yeah. I mean, those. I remember hearing one of the big spokespeople, and I don't know if it was Baldwin or, or Jennifer Garner's one of theirs, right? Yeah. Capital One. Yeah. They, they spent so much on that, was making seven figures a year just for doing Oh, Samuel, of course. Oh, I yeah. believe that. Of course. Yeah. Um, so it's a nice gig. Uh, you know, you just take after taxes, you got, uh, you know, let's say 600 grand. Uh, you could probably insure almost all your relatives uh, in every circumstance for that. Just from that? Uh, just from that. And that's, and that's just your dumb commercial yeah, money. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but beyond that. Uh, I think um, that process of him likely losing it, I will not put it past the Republicans to blow this and, and Obamacare uh, stays, um, but at least for you know, the next decade or so, You'd expect uh, there to be no Obamacare and be replaced with something else. I mean, he loses that legacy. I mean, that is really what he built it on, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, like, I, he wanted to get rid of, get, obviously destroy conservatism uh, mm -hmm. and push that away. You can make the argument that was largely successful and that <clears throat> there's not really a conservative out there, um, uh, you know, on the, on the national stage right now um, who seemingly cares about the principles that conservatism was in 2000 uh, and in eight when, mm -hmm. when he started. I mean, that really, th those viewpoints aren't really embraced at this point by large swaths of Republicans. Not even Ted is pushing that agenda. Even Cruz is just, he's just parroting everything Trump is doing. It's like, is it, really? look at the great job that Trump is doing. Trump did another great job. Look how good he's doing. He's really doing good. I haven't look seen that. Look how good that is. I know he's done some he's stuff doing. that looked uh, pretty good. But, I mean, like Rand Paul, for example, I, I think is releasing a budget that is actually conservative. Um, and yeah, I like that. You know, yeah. I mean, like, there's the, it's not the to say there's, budget would be great. All right, there's not to say that there's nothing, but you know, so he's probably succeeded mm -hmm. in that at least at some level. Uh, but you know, Obamacare was a big deal. If you remember the words spoken by Joe Biden at the press conference, it's a big effing deal. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and that big effing deal is about to go down in flames, and no one can be happier than, than me about that. But Republicans are going to have to replace it with, with something that bridges the catastrophic fallout of getting rid of a government program. And when I say it's, I put that in scare quotes, it's not actually catastrophic um, fallout. But it will be in the papers when every single person uh, that had Obamacare, even if they weren't happy with it, and if they lose it for some reason and they can't find their way back into insurance, you damn well bet that they're going to be on TV telling you about it uh, for the next eight years. So you better have something that solves those problems as well as possible. You're not going to be able to get everybody. Um, But... If you can have 80% of people have lower rates because you have market reforms, that might be enough to um, uh, to fight back against that media narrative. But it'll be there. I mean, they will do everything they can. Every problem that they didn't cover of Obamacare, they will cover with this new thing. They'll make sure you know about it. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, Call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is 800-579-4967. 800-579-4967.